Good morning and welcome to Wednesday morning, August 11th in 2021 on When I Rise. We're currently in the middle of year B, property 15, which is the 12th Sunday after Pentecost, according to the Revised Common Lectionary. And on Wednesdays, we it's always random. It's always a, a guess. I guess it, on the Monopoly board, it'd be chance, right? Like, you, you know, draw a card. Sometimes it's Old Testament, sometimes it's New Testament, sometimes it's a psalm. You know, today we're going to go to the book of Proverbs. Uh, according to the Revised Common Lectionary, there is a proverb for this week. So Proverbs chapter 9, verses 1 through 6. So let me read that set of Proverbs, provide a couple points for reflection, and we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning and winter rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and be got together in a time of prayer. Proverbs chapter 9, verses 1 through 6. Wisdom has built her house. She has set up its seven pillars. She has prepared her meat and mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She has sent out her servants, and she calls from the highest point of the city. Let all who are simple come to my house. To those who have no sense, she says, Come, eat my food and drink my wine that I have mixed. Leave your simple ways, and you will live. Walk in the way of insight. This is the word of God for us. To summarize Victor Frankl's great work, The Man's Search for Meaning and Logotherapy in General, basically it just simply means this, that a human being, whenever they climb the ladder of hierarchy of needs, wherever they can figure out how to have enough food, have enough shelter, have enough clothes, be able to survive for a given period of time. They continue to climb up a ladder, and it goes from the ladder. It goes from like to the phase of like survival, into the phase of meaning making. That's what logotherapy is. And so, every wisdom tradition, the Hebraic wisdom tradition, the Muslim wisdom tradition, the Christian wisdom tradition, they offer ways uh, to address this longing that we have in the human heart from the most primitive of cultures to the most advanced cultures, we go meaning making. We look outside and we look within and we say we have to make sense of all the pieces of the puzzle. And so what the Old Testament tradition does is it gives the the tradition of the two ways, a way that leads to life and a way that leads to destruction or death. The way of life is the long and winding road that allows one to arrive at their destination in the fullness of time and the way of destruction is where people are cut down too soon and they go to the place of shale to the place of nothingness and so as we get to the proverbial tradition here in the book of proverbs uh, we see that there those paths that idea of the two paths make their way into different forms of teaching and proverbial sayings what i love about proverbs chapter 9 is that you see both of them in the same chapter so in the first six verses that we read this morning you have the way of wisdom the way of life and the way of wisdom is personified as a wise person, a woman. Uh, wisdom is always mentioned in the feminine, probably for a good reason, right? Um, and whenever wisdom sets up her house, it is strong, it's sturdy, it's got seven pillars, which is the number symbolic for completeness. And she has all the provisions ready. Anything you could ever want is at her table. She sets up at the highest point of the city so that everyone can hear her voice and she invites those who are simple to make their way to her table so that they can feast upon her food. Now, if you go to the end of the proverb, we have a juxtaposition, a contrast. 
You have uh, not wisdom, but you have folly. If you look at verses 13 and following, it says, Folly is an unruly woman. She is simple and knows nothing. And she also sits at the door of her house on a seat at the highest point of the city, calling out to those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Let all who are simple come to my house. To those who have no sense, she says, stolen water, sweet food eaten in secret is delicious, but little do they know that the dead are there, that her guests are deep in the realm of the dead. What a powerful imagery. You have two women, both at the highest point in the city, both calling out to the simple, and both of their uh, appeals are provocative. I think this is important for us because I think sometimes we're given... Uh, a quote-unquote truth uh, when you enter into a spiritual life and people say you're going to know precisely what is the way of life and what is the way of destruction it's going to be clear to you and what the book of proverbs says is you know not so fast wisdom and folly they look similar in their appeal um, they look similar in their sirens call out to you uh, one though is deceptive and when you get to her table when you get to folly's table you realize you've made a poor decision and it's awfully hard to turn around and leave. But those who find wisdom and listen to that clarion call to find the wise and true way that leads to life, there you'll be satisfied. You won't look to your right or to your left and suffer from a trap of comparison, wondering what you're missing out on because you can't be in all places at the same time. There are two voices in our culture. There's two voices uh, in religious traditions. There are two voices um, among those who are popular and prominent. There are two voices that's, that call out to us in our Facebook feeds. There are two voices that reach out to us along the books of Beck's, the bestseller lists on the shelves at the bookstore. There are two voices from the videos that we find on YouTube. They're everywhere. And so the call of the Christian, the religious life, the faithful life is to understand call of wisdom and to find our feast there. Some of us, it doesn't matter what age is, we hear these two voices competing for our attention. And so we need wisdom today. Wisdom is that uh, a way to, to that knowledge so that we can live life skillfully. Uh, I love the way that my, my friend Ray, I've mentioned this before, but Ray uh, got to learn um, classical piano and he got to learn in Vienna from a maestro. Okay, like we're talking top shelf type of teaching here and in the middle of one of his lessons he was just playing along and his and his maestro his teacher said you need to play stronger and not louder that is the way of wisdom discerning what it means to play stronger and not louder that is the way wisdom or if you ever played racquetball somebody and they're good and they never move right like they make you move all over the court trying to chase down their shots but they never have to move because uh, they've spent so much time that they know how to minimize their movement and to maximize every shot. It's because they've gathered over time this bevy of knowledge which led them to be a more wise player. So you and I need wisdom. No matter what age we find ourselves this morning, we need it because these voices never stop. And so today I'm going to pray that you and I would hear with great clarity the voice of wisdom so that we can be faithful along that path. So spend some time praying along that theme this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you have told us that if we are in Christ, Jesus has become for us wisdom from God. So we thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank you for the gift of wisdom that we find in Christ. We thank you that when we enter into this eternal life, 
living in the fullness of God today that our heart begins to open up and begins to understand and hear a different tune, that our mind attunes to a different voice, a clarion call instead of a siren call from the world and a wisdom and a sorry, a false wisdom, a folly that leads to destruction. So we thank you that you've spared us, God. You've spared us a hundred times with your voice. And so we ask you today, with all that's unfolding in front of us, the things that we are prepared for, the things that we're not prepared for, we pray that we hear your voice of reason and your voice of wisdom today. And I pray that, that uh, because of that, we get closer and closer to Christ. Uh, we claim him as our own. He's the only one for us. He's the only, only name under heaven given to people by which we must be rescued. And so we thank you for rescue in Christ. We thank you for wisdom from Christ. And so we pray that you would walk with us. And as a shepherd, you would lead us today through the ebb and flow of life that we find today. So God, we cling to you this morning and we love you. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.